On this edition of Sweet Home PCB, we introduce you to Aquarial Spill Productions. They provide some great experiences with mermaids and pirates and so much more. We'll tell you about that. Plus, take a look at Father's Day. You're listening to Sweet Home PCB. Welcome back to Sweet Home PCB Studio. I'm Henry Brigman, and this edition, of course, is Father's Day. We're going to talk about that a little bit. But how about something that dads really enjoy? Their kids having a great experience, especially around here in the Florida Panhandle. We talk about mermaids and pirates a lot. Aquarial Spell Productions, they put together these really great experiences for you and your family, your resort, whatever might be going on. So we're talking to them on how they got started and so much more. Let's let them introduce themselves. I am Harleen Hill and I am the owner of Aquarial Spell Productions. And I'm Laurel Hill. I'm one of the management producers for Aquarial Spell Productions. What was your inspiration for starting this business? For me, it was a movie when I was a young kid called Aquamarine. There was a mermaid and she wanted to find true love but ended up finding true love from her best friends. And I thought it was amazing and then I thought well maybe I need to become a mermaid to make good friends and it spiraled from there. For me I grew up local here so some of the most beautiful beaches in the world I went pretty much every day that I could as a kid so I was the weird kid that tied their legs together in the pool to try and be a mermaid. And it must take a lot of practice for you to learn how to swim with a tail and hold your breath for so long and so gracefully. Yeah, it's definitely a unique experience. Firstly, the tails weigh anywhere from 21 to 41 pounds. Um, They're custom made specifically prosthetics for our body out of full silicone. And uh, it is definitely unique experience to swim in them. It's definitely also a tight fit. So it's not like, you know, I don't know, swimming in pants or something. It's your legs are completely bound. Once you're in, you're not out. I'm sure it takes a while to get into those tails. Correct. I I know it takes anywhere from seven and up minutes, depending on the type of tail, if it has additional fins added on, things like that. You have to use a special uh, type of conditioning that you need to apply to yourself to be able to slip into your tail. Yeah, you're definitely a lot faster at it than I am, but she's had more experience. Uh, That sound lets us know it's time for a listener question. What is one of your favorite events to do? here in this area. I would say my favorite event so far has been the Flux Art Festival that I really enjoy doing. It was really fun. A lot of people come out. You see a lot of different artistic sides from many different people. In that way, they really fit in because they get to come and see all the work we pour into ourselves, our tops, our tails, our makeup. And it's great to be seen and be around like-minded people. Keeping up with all the practice is hard enough. I'm sure working on your improv each day is also an important part of your characters. The improvisation is personally one of my favorite parts of it, but it can be difficult at times, especially when you have kids or, you know, sometimes rowdy adults asking you questions you never thought you were going to get asked. It definitely takes a lot of time, um, a lot of practice and people, you know, it's a mix of scripted things we know we can say and then kind of really catching it on the spot. It's a go with the flow type situation. But it makes it so much fun because no day is ever going to be the same. (laughs) Very true. 
Do you have a favorite experience from your shows? I think my favorite experience as a mermaid, typically of color, was having a black woman approach me and say that she never thought she'd see another mermaid that looks like her and reach out and pet my scales and and want to ask me questions while I was in character and wanted to really be a part of the magic herself. And then getting a picture from her two months later saying she became a mermaid herself. That must be a really great feeling. That was the best. (laughs) For me, it's definitely um, still reigniting the magic in kids that maybe think they're a little too old. They're like, oh, I know you're not a real mermaid. I know that's a fake tale. And then after talking to us for a few minutes, they're like, oh my gosh, these guys are real. They're real. (laughs) I love being able to extend that innocence and that imagination and magic for just a little bit longer. (laughs) These days, it really helps to have a little escape from your troubles. And when you're here on vacation, or for those of us that are local, having an experience like this, This is pretty cool. It is. I think Panama City Beach is already a magical place. We have one of the most beautiful beaches in the world. You've been a lot of places. You've seen a lot of different beaches and you still think this is one of the most beautiful beaches. I I do. I've been so many different places and I still reserve that this is the best. So with that magic already here, it only made sense to just add on to it and bringing mermaids that from little boys to little girls to adults. And pirates. And pirates and fairies. It's just been something that everyone's encaptured by. Now, doing these experiences, I'm sure you probably have a favorite character, whether it's a mermaid or pirate. What is it? Absolutely. (laughs) I would have to say my favorite character would definitely be Quartermaster Tetra, who is a interesting quartermaster who's technically right underneath the captain of the ship. He's sassy, funny. Kids love Tetra. Just a kooky character. That's a lot of fun. That would be my favorite. We're both so biased because my, my favorite favorite character to play is also my pirate character. <laughs> There's a sort of freedom about pirates besides the obvious that you can walk <laughs> as a pirate and get that freedom. But um, our pirate characters are really kooky, for lack of a better word. <laughs> this is true. We're talking pirates and mermaids on this edition of Sweet Home PCB with Harleen and Lauren from Aquarial Spell Productions. It's surprisingly very easy to have one of your private experiences here on the beach. It is. It works out. We like to call them um, encounters. And so you can book for a mermaid encounter, a pirate encounter, or a mixture. And these encounters are perfect because on the beach, people tend to love to watch. So it's great for people to look in on. But even with the the parent and the, we call them guppies, like to book in and come see. It's so magical for them to, to be on the most beautiful beaches in the world and be with what I think are the greatest mermaids in the panhandle. So it, it's just you're a little biased. But it's I wonderful. Still. It's wonderful. What would your advice be for someone who wants to become a mermaid? My advice would definitely be learn how to get a good basis in swimming first. People might think, oh, they put on a tail and they sit there and they look pretty. But the first thing people ask is, can you swim? And then will you swim? And swimming in these prosthetics are so difficult. So learning the dolphin kick, being able to tread water for a minute or more, very important. Your first steps. I was going to say definitely safety. If you're looking to be a mermaid, looking into 
how to swim, I always suggest getting a fin before getting a tail and learning the dolphin kick with just a monofin. Correct. Maybe taking some free diving courses if you want to extend your breath hold and be more comfortable in the water. Incredibly important. Um, also, definitely with free diving, learning how to do things like save people if they're having shallow water blackouts. I know we do a lot of safety courses like CPR, first aid, that sort of stuff, just mm-hmm. because it is magical, but there is a lot of stuff that can go wrong if you're not prepared. Correct. I'm sure having that safety training helps, especially when you're around water or there may be some spectators in need. Yeah, actually, not too long ago, we were getting ready for an encounter. And I don't know why this lady saw you and was just like, I trust you. Her kid was playing on the rocks at the jetties in St. Andrews, and he slipped and sliced his foot open so badly. So this mom grabs her kid. How old would you say he was? He was maybe about seven. seven. So she grabs her kid. She books it towards us. She's like, you can help. I don't know how she knew. I guess fate told her. You addressed the wound. I ran and got supplies, and then I distracted the kid later. Crazy how that ended up happening. Yes, we we take a lot of courses, specifically Stop the Bleed courses, uh, CPR certifications, hemorrhaging courses to learn how to stop these things from furthering, becoming further more damaging injuries. So we had to sterilize the little wound. He did end up needing stitches at the hospital. We had to butterfly bandage him and then wrap him to make sure it was sterile to get him there. Everything that we need to make sure everyone's safe, we always keep with us just in case because it's better to be safe than sorry. I know from following you on Instagram and other places that you're very much involved in various charitable events. Make a wish included. Yes. That has to be so heartwarming to be able to give back like that. It's great, especially growing up as a Make-A-Wish kid myself. It is wonderful to go back and be a part of something that gave me joy as a child and now be able to share that same joy with other people. I don't think there's anything more magical than that, honestly. No, for what I've seen for the Make-A-Wish things that we've done, it's it's magical just to let the kids be kids for a moment. Yes. For so long, these kids are sick and that's all they are. That's all people see them as. But for however long they have with us, they just get to be a kid again. They get to play. That's right. That truly is very special to be able to give back that hope that being a kid again, not worrying about what else is going on. That's got to be really exciting for you to be a part of that. You know, sometimes a little fantasy and fun is exactly what we need. We don't need to be afraid of no matter the age. I agree. And, you know, it's funny that you say that because I feel like the adults sometimes have way more fun than the kids. It's true. Adults will book, of course, for their guppies and they'll be, you know, happy. But the whole time they're, can we touch your tail? What do you eat? What do you enjoy? Oh, they'll laugh. Yeah, they'll laugh at their jokes and, you know, they want to be a part of it. And then afterwards, thank you. I didn't know I was going to have this much fun. And it's great to see people just be kids again. Just be happy. Oh, I know you're a big believer of celebrations. That's right. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. On your website, it's not a mission statement. What is it? We have our mission statement. (laughs) The mermaids always have a mission that they're on. A mermaid. (laughs) These days, we have a lot of stress because of your phone. A lot of people are able to forget about that phone when they're enjoying your shows. That's right. We 
like to remind people that you can take a break from social media. Nothing better than standing out in nature, dipping your toes in the cold water, building sand castles, just having a good time. And no one's picking up their phone because they're too busy living in the moment. Mm-hmm. And nothing better than living in the moment with a couple of mermaids, pirates and having a good time. And it's such a good time. You don't think about your electronics. You're just enjoying what's happening. Yeah. Some parents forget to take pictures because they're so immersed in the magic at the moment. They are. That is a goal. (laughs) That is a goal. You know, that's something we all need to work on. It's so hard to detach from social media and taking those pics. We forget to enjoy the moment. What does a normal day look like for you? I don't know if we have a normal day. Every day is different. Sometimes it entails waking up at 7, 5, 6, 7 in the morning, depending on the time of our next encounter. Uh, People don't realize it actually takes us two to three hours to get ready for that encounter. It includes getting up, doing our drills, doing our makeup, making sure our stretches, making sure all of our gift bags, our customized gift bags are different for each kid is set up and prepared. We write sweet notes on postcards for the kids to take home. Checking the weather. Checking the, we keep an eye on the weather so that we can give updates every couple of minutes to the family, packing and loading in our car, making sure our tails are in shape. We, you know, they're custom tails, but they can still take damage. So we have to make sure they're set and ready. We do put on different tails to depending on what the kids like. If they like rainbow, we have rainbow tails. If they like pink, we have pink tails. So setting that up, going over the kids and remembering all of their names, every little detail about them. So it's amazing when they get there. Um, all of these kids are like, how did the mermaids nope. know my name? Right. That my favorite color is blue. That's it. Yeah, we go over all of that. And then getting to location, setting it up, letting the parents know we have music ready. We have makeup ready. We have tattoos for boys, for girls encounters for every person so it's a long day but it's joyful and, and it's worth it stop when the encounter is over we have to wash all of our gear we have to unpack everything mm-hmm. when we get home stuff like that it takes a lot of work to make this improv of your characters so natural with us we've been with these characters for so long that they feel almost like family members or friends which sounds crazy but you know what i mean speaking as leah or as bridget or anyone else it it comes very naturally if you ask me right now i don't know what's leah's third cousin's name i can probably think of something it's a lot learning a basis and then being able to roll off of that basis Mm -hmm. it's a lot of fun the training days going to the springs working on our free diving skills that's we have two to three minute breath holds and we can dive 100 feet and maintain looking graceful at the entire time while that pressure is putting on you people think it's as easy as throwing someone in a tail and tossing them in the water but there's a lot that goes into it and it's not just we train once we learn everything and then we're good we're constantly learning new things brushing up on our skills Mm -hmm. it is a full-time job it is a full-time job (laughs) i'm curious what did you do before you started Aquarial Spill Productions? Interestingly enough, um, I'm from a family of everyone who served in the military and nurses and doctors. So that was my route as well. But I discovered while it was rewarding, it wasn't what I thought I wanted to do. I was following the route of my my parents because I thought that's what we were supposed to do until my dad was like, you need to do what makes you happy. And I did. Becoming a mermaid, (laughs) I don't know, for me, me, it tops that. And while these jobs and service is important, I feel like I'm offering a different service uh, that everyone can enjoy. I am still a 
culinary student. I do some private chefing on the side. So, you know, I still enjoy the best of both worlds. <laughs> yeah, we definitely need to talk more off the air about this new diet my doctor put me on. I'm used to Southern cooking, but I have to have less dairy, go gluten-free. You just need some peanut butter and jellyfish sandwiches. That's what he needs. Lots of seaweed salads and oysters. That's right. <laughs> that works for me. <laughs> you know, haven't done the peanut butter and jellyfish yet, but I'm going to try it. <laughs> Perfect. We can't wait to see you on the shores and have an absolutely mermazing day. If you ever see us out on the beach, definitely give a wave and say hello. Where can we find you online so we can get on your schedule? You can find us at ASPmermaids.com or on Facebook at ASPmermaids. We can't wait to see you. For Leah, especially if you have gummy worms and you manage to shake them where she can hear them, she'll probably swim up to you. <laughs> you will have a absolutely mermaid. Day. <laughs> Arlene and Lauren, Aquarial Spell Productions, thank you very much for being on Sweet Home PCB. I'll have some final thoughts and talk a little bit about Father's Day, even though it just passed here on Sweet Home PCB. Hey, I invite you anytime to stop by our website, SellingThePanhandle.com. Find out about the latest on homes around the area. Search for your homes. Find out for your home value. We've got some listings right now. That we're talking about five condos that need new owners. Find out more about it at Sweet Home PCB on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and of course, SellingThePanhandle.com. Powered by Keller Williams Success Realty. I realize I'm a little late for Father's Day, but we're going to talk a little bit about Father's Day in this edition of Sweet Home PCB. This is a day that all day dads kind of like some dads kind of really don't want all that money spent on them i can't say that i'm one of those i appreciate all the attention i can get the nation's first father's day celebrated in june 1910 however it wasn't until 1972 some 58 years after president woodrow wilson made mother's day official that the day honoring fathers became a nationwide holiday did you know there's more than 70 million fathers in the u.s of course, Maury Povich probably helped us find out how many there were. Today, economists estimate that Americans will spend more than a billion dollars on Father's Day gifts. Here's something really sweet for Father's Day. The ice cream company Blue Bunny wants to reward a particular dad in a big way to promote its soft Goopables ice cream. The company is looking for the softest dad in America. If you know a father figure that is really has a soft side, nominate him at softestdad.com between now and July 6th. From there, 10 finalists will be chosen, each receiving a summer's worth of Blue Bunny soft ice cream. And with the voting public's input, one will be chosen the ultimate winner of that grand prize. It's so cool. It is a year's supply of that ice cream, plus a throne customizable by dear old dad to have all the bells and whistles that a $15,000 cheer might have including a built-in massager, white noise speakers, a freezer compartment to store all of that wonderful soft ice cream. Definitely beats a tie. That's it for this edition of Sweet Home PCB, powered by Kettle Williams Success Realty. Remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We're going to try to continue to talk about local businesses, as well as some fun things to do this summer coming up. And special thanks to Beach 95.1 for producing this episode for us. I'm Henry Brigman, and this is Sweet Home PCB. 